welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. Kyle? Yes, sir. I was reminiscing the other day mm. about uh, some of the, just the wonderful commercials of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, let me let me take you down a little bit of that memory lane. I mean, you can remember sure. things like of course oh the jingles of our youth the jingles i mean embedded in my brain you maybe you can remember like this one has just been recently updated in a very awkward weird way it really is the best part of waking up it well it is until unless it's your father-in-law that you find in the shower which is the current commercial oh is it that no yeah i've seen that one they they went that's from it's they went in a totally twisted direction which i actually have to give them credit like that's pretty brilliant but you know what might be my favorite jingle mm. clap on clap oh. off clap on clap off clapper <laughs> why would the clapper <laughs> be, <laughs> be be a part of minute 99 <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna find out as we I'm, dig into uh, our, our latest minute here of the Marvel movie minute, the Incredible Hulk from 2008. Here we are at minute 99. Wow, we're about to hit triple digits, baby. So let's pick up where we left off. The fire is getting closer to the chopper, uh, where Betty and Ross and I think they're the only ones who survived the crash uh, oh, are yeah, inside. Yeah, uh, so yeah, things are you know, looking good. Uh, so then we cut back to uh, our boys fight each other. Uh, and so uh, the abomination is penetrating the Hulk. Survey said. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Bad choice of words. Okay. The abomination is forcing himself into the Hulk. Survey said. No, sorry. Sorry. Wait. Hold on. I, I, I do it again. Hold on. Don't, don't, don't cut me off. I got it. Okay. He's shoving his. No, that's not it. Okay. Abomination is pushing his. No, can't do it. He's impaling the no no sorry uh okay abomination is jabbing his weird elbow claw into an open wound survey nailed it (laughs) how how long did you how long did you spend how much time did you spend on that i'm a writer baby (laughs) it just came out naturally but I gotta say, I'm looking. I'm like, I'm like, God, how do you, how do you talk about this without, like, you know, you know I mean, it's, you it's right there. It's nobody right there. You can't mess with the abominations boner. You can say that on TV. What are y'all clapping for? You said boner. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it's. I had no. It, it, it kind of writes itself. I'm just saying. Like, wait. I, I had no idea where you were going to go with this. That is totally <laughs> not what I was expecting. Um, wow. Yeah. So, and uh, okay. So obviously uh, we're having some fun with them, but I mean, like, obviously it, it, weird, does, it legitimately looks like it hurts. I no, mean, it's like, hurt, it hurts, is, but it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But then uh, you see Hulk then looks over and he sees that Betty's in trouble and the fire is getting closer. And then uh, basically he activates a power up. I mean, like at this point, it's just like, all right, well, you're in the boss fight, so like, don't don't well, save no, your he, mana potions, like hit it he, now. He hulks up. He does. He actually hulks mm-hmm. up. We see his eyes go greener, 
so it's just like you know um, his power is over five thousand at this point. Uh, oh yeah, no, it's right? like a fire in his eyes. Right, yeah, you can so it really does. So it's, you know, so strength boost, and so like so he's tap somebody's tapping A right now. Like come on, there's some little bit of weird animation in his face, like not as bad as last time, but like even in the transition. There's a little bit of like, what's oh, going on in there? Like you see like the, I'm going to do it. And then like, it kind of gets a little like, oh, <laughs> like in the, <laughs> in the middle of it. And then all of a sudden gets like full on, you know, thing. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it, it's a great, he finally does a movie. He's like, oh, you're going to slam me into some stuff. I'm going to slam you into some stuff. So he uh, grabs abomination and then slams his head right into the concrete. It's pretty sweet. And then basically just like almost impales him in there like it's you know he's like oh, okay it's solid it's a solid head yeah. on wall like, all mean. right so that guy's handled on to the next thing uh and so but then uh unfortunately he's not quite fast enough because hulk's not known for his speed uh so the fire hits the fuel uh and goes racing up there too and it's sort of and the fireball explodes and we're like oh crap they just killed betty like i mean like it's it's like all right he, he's done like that's it like he, he's like he's lost her ross is dead i mean like there's no way out of this uh, but then the Hulk actually pulls a movie I've not seen before. He hits him with the thunderclap. Boom! And fanboys go insane! Because uh, this is actually a real Hulk move. Like, this is straight right. from the comic books. Um, so I wanted to get into a little bit of, like, the thunderclap and what it does, but it turns out that another far more educated nerd than I had done the job already. If you go to uh, the YouTubes, and we love the YouTubes, uh, on the Nerdist channel, uh, because science with Kyle Hill actually did a whole thing of how loud is the Hulk's thunderclap, and he scientifically breaks it down and goes like point by point about how loud this has to be in order to do what happens here. Now, obviously, it's it's Marvel movie physics, so things get a little loosey goosey. But like he's basically saying, um, it's in decibels. So what this is is a pressure wave. This isn't actually like you know, it's not it's not force. It's basically like right. uh, like a, almost like a, a mini sonic boom that happens right there. So at 196 decibels, uh, if, you, if you play the sound, you would die. Basically, at 196 decibels, it would you would just die. Like that's it's that's fatal. In order to do what he does here, the Hulk would actually generate 300 decibels. <laughs> so yes, it would do this. And it would also like liquefy concrete and make everyone in the square block deaf. Wow, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but obviously there's like there's a lot of things you can do with like, okay, he focused it, he he aimed it, like there's all these other things. But like to to see like to to if someone was actually able to do this, he said like it would like incinerate everything in a mile around him. Uh, like you know, it's so hot that it would instantly create fog. I mean, like it's like just bizarre fun science stuff. So I highly recommend that. So it's it's a uh, because science with Kyle Hill, uh, how loud is the Hulk's thunderclap? Is he, he does a deep dive? It does the math. He actually shows you the math uh, that does it. It was, it was fascinating. Uh, but I can tell you, after it does this and makes something, uh, everybody's ears are ringing. And you can see they actually do. They show everyone's covering their head because I mean, like it would have right. been the loudest sound they had ever heard in their lives, uh, and, and probably everyone in New York would have heard it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you this: this whole segment, I have an interesting reaction to this because this segment visually is absolutely gorgeous mm -hmm. everything from yeah. the moment this when is, it cuts this is like know, pure comic book stuff like all the all the crap we've been given this movie this oh. moment is one of the best hulk moments in any movie yeah no absolutely so as soon as it cuts from his face looking back at betty yeah you see the spark that ignites the the fuel yeah it hits 
there is this gorgeous, <sighs> you know, where you see the blue, the ignition of how this all works. And it's not, and you know, they could have made it silly and, and slowed it down. Well, I mean, they mm. did a little bit, but it's not. This is, it only happens for like a second or so. You see the image, the, the camera pan up. You see the fire just go. It hits the the uh, tank, and then boom! It just blows up, and it's right in front of Betty. I mean, oh yeah. Here's here's a couple things that are brilliant about this scene is is that one, gorgeously filmed, just gorgeously laid out, not just filmed, but gorgeously rendered. I mean, the whole thing that this has done, but it's it's one of those fake out moments where you're made to think, oh, she's dead. Yeah, that he's too late. Yeah, there's and, the, like like what the Hulk Hulk versus fire. I mean, what the heck is he gonna do? Well, no, he's you already know he's too far away. Yeah, he can't get her out. The helicopter just exploded. Right, and, and when I saw it, I think the first time, my thought was was that oh, there's how he beats the abomination. Because oh, the abomination right. is not dead. Yeah, he beats the abomination because now his anger level just shot out beyond anything, mm-hmm. and I fully expected he was gonna like grow another three feet. Like <laughs> it was gonna be some insane thing where he was gonna become Super Hulk, and that was it. He was gonna destroy the abomination and then just go off on his run. Um, no, and obviously they don't do that. But what an amazing effect! Now, can yeah. you forgive a few of the most ridiculous things? Yes. Well, sure. Can we forgive the idea that none of the flames go inside <laughs> the helicopter? No. Which doesn't make any sense because right, the, it goes around. <laughs> I mean, it's almost yeah. like they're in a pressurized area. Is that, that that's not concern. how fire works. I it's saw backdraft. You go. We go. I've seen exactly. Um, but then you know, just as you're feeling like, oh, I don't like that, it cuts to this amazing sequence. The camera is moving. You're seeing the helicopter just in flames, and mm-hmm. you're seeing the fire go out on the helicopter. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that was a combination of practical and CG on there. Oh, like they, had, yeah. they had like fire actually in the front, and they just whoop, turned it off. And then they also had CG fire all over the top that they just then you know had it go upside. Yeah, it's it's really impressive fire effects. No, it's, I mean, even, even the whole, the, the, I mean, the, the clap is, you know, he looks, he doesn't look goofy. He doesn't look totally goofy. I mean, it's, it's okay. Um, but I just think the whole way that they handled the helicopter and, and Betty and Ross, all of it, I was like, wow, that looks, that make that makes up for all some of the stuff that I've been bashing on for the last few minutes. <laughs> and then, so, you know, here she goes, what happens is the, the fire goes out. She then comes yeah. right back out. Of course, Betty you know, the helicopter up, gives him the thumbs up. You did it. Way to go, but then yeah. also look out because uh-huh. there's something. Hey, behind. the other guy? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, Betty yells out, Look out! Because Abomination is back on his weird uh, extra toed feet. Um, but by the way, when she does this, you're not at all disappointed that she's put her hands on both a gun <laughs> and a part of the helicopter that have been, the gun's been used extensively oh. for the last few minutes. Well, and everything there was on fire at one point. And so. everything there was on fire. And this, her hands haven't been burned to a crit. Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous. So then uh, you think like, okay, here we go with the with the punchy punchy again. But no, abomination brought a knife to a gunfight. He's got a chain. He's got a foreign object. Somebody well, get the raft. They're more like ship knucks. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, like, what is that? It's just a big chain with like these big huge metal weights on the end. Yeah, I guess because you know at the top of most courthouses they have giant chains. I don't understand because these... justice. Well, okay, and I'm going to tell you something. I looked. I tried. I looked to see what these things are. I don't. 
know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like, yeah, he's got, uh, like, gi- I mean, giant chains with these big metal weights on him. Yeah, I like, where did... <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, I can tell you, I actually did find out sort of a little bit, not what they are, but why they're here. So in the original draft of the script, they were supposed to be fighting at a mall. So it was supposed to be Abomination and Hulk fighting at a mall. And so in the course of the fight with people running all around, as we saw sort of in uh, you know in the 125th Street slash Yonge Street um, in Harlem, that uh, they were going to, one was going to slam the other one into an escalator. And then they were going to pull an es- a chain out of the escalator and then use that as a weapon. <laughs> Wait, what? Because there's a, you know, you know, because we no, all know no, that escalators are on chains, right? No, 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 no. That all sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Why that was going to you... happen. Budget, baby. But you said we still need the chain? Yeah, that's what? what I think it is. It's it's one of those things where it, this happens every once in a while. I actually found another example of this that I'll show you. That a filmmaker will 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 glom onto an idea and hang on to it no matter how much stuff changes around it. And I'll give you an exact example of this uh, from uh, the comic book universe, even though not the cinematic universe. And that's a little film called X Men: The Last Stand. Uh, if for those of you who are uh, have just gotten over the traumatic flashbacks you got just by hearing those words. There's a scene in uh, X-Men Last Stand where Magneto's like, well, I can fly and I can pick up stuff and I can fly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the Golden Gate Bridge and I'm going to take it over to Alcatraz and then we're going to go over there. And you're going to go, yeah, wait, what? Why? Like you can fly, just go there. Like you can also like, hey, everybody, step on this piece of metal and do it. Like, get in this jet and we can just, I can just levitate you over there. Why the heck does he move the Golden Gate Bridge? Well, here's why. In the original script, there's a whole thing with the Juggernaut. The Juggernaut's power is that once he gets moving, he can't stop. So the idea was, I'm going to give him a ramp so that he can slam through the gates of Alcatraz and get to the thing. So I'm going to move the Golden Gate Bridge, give him a nice ramp. He goes running straight to the thing and then smash through the thing. What a great comic book kind of moment. Well, the entire script changed, so that is totally unnecessary. But Brett Ratner's like, yeah, but I like that moving the Golden Gate Bridge thing. So let's just keep that. Okay. So everybody in the film set, you have to go, yes, Mr. Director. Okay. So in the movie, it makes zero sense why they move that bridge, but they move that bridge because it was in the script, right? So same thing here. Apparently that was a leftover thing of like, oh yeah, but they a chain. That'd be a really good chain. How about we just have a chain on the roof? Okay. <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no reason for there to be a giant chain you on know, the top of this courthouse like, in Harlem. I and mean, yet, I was even thinking, I was thinking maybe it's like an old elevator. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's the, it's sure. the counterweights. Like, but no, that's not also a better example than what they use because what yeah, is this an elevator? Thing? Just use an old elevator or something yeah. like that. Like he pulled the cables. Okay, but we have another problem. Yeah. Oh, another problem. And I haven't, we haven't talked about this before, but we have to okay. now because it was made apparent here. So we see the Hulk standing there. He gets knocked out kind of comically, kind of knocked yeah. down, right? With this, we have this great zoom in shot and the zoom in shot clearly lights the lower half of the abomination's body. <laughs> That's right. We find out he's got a bone cod piece. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... I would like to talk. This I know it's gonna be a little uncomfortable conversation for us. Uh-huh. So, so does he have genitals? I mean, like, or, no. Like, uh, you know, work? they actually they actually talked about this a little bit in the commentary thing, and apparently it was a debate. Like it really went around of like Hulk wears pants. Why don't I? Hulk pants? got genitals. Yeah, so it it came down to 
character design. No, we like the abomination not having fans because it makes them look different. It's like, so, <laughs> so, and that's where we're stopping this conversation because this is a PG 13 movie. Okay. Well, <laughs> because now, the beginning of this episode, we were, most of the we time was not like... naked. Uh, the abomination in, in comic books traditionally wore trunks, he wore wrestling, like basically, like, like, uh, you know, the wrestling trunks, essentially. You I know? really so, got like, the I Hulk really... wore pants, Hulk always has always worn pants, uh, but then like the abomination wore, you know, like a speedo. And actually, it's funny as it kind of looks like that, actually, in the scene. And the I moment think it's we're sort of at. kind of designed, you know, to, to sort of resemble that a little bit. But yeah, that is totally what it is. But he yeah. so. So, yeah, we're going to go on to the next. <laughs> and what happens? Uh, uh, yeah. And, and, and the Hulk gets, gets uh, knocked to the ground again. Look, I know that the part of the fight scene is like Rocky gets knocked down so Rocky can yeah. get back up again. Sure. I get it. I've watched all the Marvel movies and stuff too of like, you know, Iron Man getting beat down, Captain America getting beat down right. and like, you know, or even like taking punches when, you know, just for to, to prove his point or whatever. All right. I get it. It's all part of the thing. But it's really sort of annoying to me when it happens at all because I don't know if you know this, Rob, but Hulk is the strongest one there is. <laughs> It's one of his catchphrases. Every time Abomination hits him, he's getting his butt handed to him. Now, I get they're setting up the underdog thing, but like, is Hulk really the underdog in any fight? Ugh, well, yeah, know. but that wow, that train left a long time ago. I, oh, I know, I know. I believe me. I'm, I believe me. I'm, uh, people are like, God, Kyle, get over it. And it's like, yeah, I know I'm hitting the same points over and over again, but like, these are the concerns that keep coming up every time these minutes happen where it's yeah. like, oh, here it is again. <laughs> It's it, no, this is interesting. I don't know. Well, but okay. So we end the minute though with this really kind of cool shot. We go yep. outside the columns, yep. like of the of the stuff here, and we see. And, and actually, I really like this because in the background you clearly see the abomination. Mm -hmm. You clearly see the the helicopter wreckage. You see the Hulk, and he's pulling more. I guess these weights where they ended up after he just hit him. Yeah, and they kind of got caught like an extension cord. Sometimes gets caught around like the back <laughs> of like a like oh, an arm. You know chair. what? Maybe think of Christmas lights. At Christmas lights. There we go. Yeah. So he's kind of pulling it. He's pulling the chain. Like, where's my big heavy anchor weight that I need mm -hmm. back so I can smash him again? And then that's it. Yeah. But it's sort of like, uh oh, Hulk's going to meet those things real close up. Yeah. But yeah, but that's where minute 99 comes to an end. He kind of looks, if you look here at this one part, he, he still looks like he has a Speedo on. If you look at the back of the other. Yeah. So that's part of the character design, I guess. But I probably need to stop talking about that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Rob, uh, the listeners and I are here to have an intervention. You need to stop thinking about the abominations crotch. You know, if you would like to donate any funds to my uh, my program, that'll help I, me get past this. I actually know a place where they can know? do that. Uh, <laughs> they they can go to a little place called Patreon. That's right. You can help pay for Rob's therapy over at Patreon for just even a dollar a month. You get access to all of our cool behind the scenes stuff, some uh, private Discord channels. Uh, uh, the money helps uh, pay for. All of our, all the shows we do, uh, Bandit is not free, unfortunately, and neither is therapy. So we need we need your help to help Rob mend from this. Boy, oh boy! Because I mean, believe me, doing a show like this it takes a toll. It there's a tiny 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 cost. So we can be back here if ever there's a minute you wanted to be here for. It's minute one hundred. Triple digits, baby. Uh, we'll be back to talk all about whatever those big clanking things are that are going to come swinging at the Hulk's head. So hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. 
Bye. Bye.